Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. For the beauty of each hour, of the day and of the night, hill and vale and tree and flower, sun and moon and stars of light. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. For the joy of ear and eye, for the heart and mind's delight, for the mystic harmonies linking sense to sound and sight. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. For the joy of human love, brother, sister, parent, child, friends on earth and friends above, for all gentle thoughts and mild. Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. For each perfect gift of thine to our race so freely given, graces human and divine, flowers of earth and buds of heaven, Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty he shines. Our God comes. He, he keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of the peoples, of his people. Summon before me my people who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you. For I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask for more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips? You who despise my law and throw my words to the winds. You who see a thief and go with him. Who throw in your lot with adulterers. Who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son. You do this and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation and always giving thanks to you. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand.
from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, with Nadab, Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. You shall all worship at some distance, but Moses alone is to come close to the Lord. The others shall not come too near, and the people shall not come at all, and the people shall not come up at all with Moses. When Moses came to the people and related all the words and ordinances of the Lord, they all answered with one voice, We will do everything that the Lord has told us. Moses then wrote down all the words of the Lord, and, rising early the next day, he erected at the foot of the mountain an altar and twelve pillars for the twelve tribes of Israel. Then, having sent certain young men of the Israelites to offer holocausts and sacrifice young bulls as peace offerings to the Lord, Moses took half of the blood and put it in large bowls. The other half he splashed on the altar. Taking the book of the covenant, he read it aloud to the people who answered, All that the Lord has said we will heed and do. Then he took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words of his. Moses then went up with Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and seventy elders of Israel, and they beheld the God of Israel. Under his feet there appeared to be sapphire tile work as clear as the sky itself. Yet he did not smite these chosen Israelites. After gazing on God, they could still eat and drink. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain, and while you are there, I will give you the stone tablets on which I have written the commandments intended for their instruction. So Moses set out with Joshua, his aide, and went up to the mountain of God. The elders, however, had been told by him, Wait here for us until we return to you. Aaron and Hur are staying with you. If anyone has a complaint, let him refer the matter to them. After Moses had gone up, a cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled upon Mount Sinai. The cloud covered it for six days, and on the seventh day, he called to Moses from the midst of the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord was seen as a consuming fire on the mountaintop. But Moses passed into the midst of the cloud as he went up on the mountain, and there he stayed for forty days and forty nights. God allowed Moses to hear his voice and led him into the cloud. Speaking to Moses face to face, God gave him his commandments, the law that brings life and knowledge so that he might teach Jacob and his precepts and Israel his decrees. In the desert assembly, it was through Moses alone that our ancestors communicated with the angel who, has, who had spoken to him upon Mount Sinai. Speaking to Moses face to face, God gave him his commandments, the law that, gives, that brings life and knowledge so that he might teach Jacob his precepts and Israel his decrees. From a homily by St. Basil the Great, Bishop.
The wise man must not boast of his wisdom, nor the strong man of his strength, nor the rich man of his riches. What then is the right kind of boasting? What is the source of man's greatness? Scripture says, the man who boasts must boast of this, that he knows and understands that I am the Lord. Here is man's greatness. Here is man's glory and majesty, to know in truth what is great, to hold fast to it, and to seek glory from the Lord of glory. The apostle tells us, the man who boasts must boast of the Lord. And he just said, he has just said, Christ was appointed by our God to be our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification, our redemption, so that, as it is written, a man who boasts must boast of the Lord. Boasting of God is perfect and complete when we take no pride in our own righteousness, but acknowledge that we are utterly lacking in true righteousness and have been made righteous only by faith in Christ. Paul boasts of the fact that he holds his own righteousness in contempt and seeks the righteousness and faith that comes through Christ and is from God. He wants only to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and to have fellowship with his sufferings by taking on the likeness of his death in the hope that somehow he may may arrive at the resurrection of the dead. Here we see all overweening pride laid low. Humanity, there is nothing left for you to boast of, for your boasting and hope lie in putting to death all that is your own and seeking the future life that is in Christ. Since we have its first fruits, we are already in its midst, living entirely in the gift and grace of God. It is God who is active within us, giving us both the will and the achievement in accordance with his good purpose. Through his spirit, God also reveals his wisdom and the plan he has preordained for our glory. God gives power and strength in our labors. I have toiled harder than all the others, Paul says, but it is not I, but the grace of God which is with me. God rescues us from dangers beyond all human expectation. We felt within ourselves that we had received the sentence of death so that we might not trust ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. From so great a danger did he deliver us and does deliver us. We hope in him, for he will deliver us again. To know you, O God, is to reach holiness. To acknowledge your power is the source of immortality. This is eternal life, to know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. To acknowledge your power is the source of immortality. May your unfailing compassion, O Lord, Cleanse and protect your church. And since without you she cannot stand secure, may she be always governed by your grace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. 
Amen. Let us, let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.